the topic of society and culture is fascinating um where to start is <laughs> not the easiest it's not the easiest but you know so many cultures can learn from one another but yet everyone is so divided rather than you know share and learn it's 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 quite sad it's quite sad because everyone is stubborn people are stubborn as mules um i look across the pond at america and you can sort of see the issues and the problems and it's because america is a young country and it's almost like watching teenagers the whole system is like watching teenagers and that's not a criticism it's just where they are there's a lack of trust for the establishment and the establishment in for the most part can't be trusted because it's all focused on control and coercion um again it's not a criticism it's just an observation being in the uk you know the government isn't the best at the moment but i would argue that our culture and the foundation of which it's built is far more stable than that of other countries you know if you start to go you know towards russia china it's very dictatorship um even though they try to portray uh, an open um, society which clearly it's not it's very controlled america's sort of in between the two where they're trying to act like they're um providing freedoms but really there's a lot of control and a lot of division and there's a lack of trust and that's the biggest issue right now in america i've noticed is the lack of trust and that lack of trust has made everyone else insecure around the world any problems that stem from america it travels outwards and affects everyone um so with the covid situation it's made everyone paranoid and i don't believe for a moment that people in the uk would have been paranoid about covid and the vaccines if america wasn't the social media is so intense and americans are so passionate and full of conspiracy theories which you know some are probably accurate you know there's no way of knowing but it's that um it's that worry and fear they have it just stems across the world to everyone else and it's it, and you can't help but notice it so where you, you see the american government are trying to find ways to appease people and trying to get them having the vaccines get them to wear the masks and and you're watching thinking you people don't understand at all because even the uk government have tried similar tactics now you know we'll give you coupons and free you know free entries to places and a free meal and things like that and you're thinking that is not working that's just feeding the conspiracy theorists now because now it looks like you're desperate to the point of it's almost like um somewhat like um a kidnappers in a in a van trying to offer sweets to get the kid to come that's what it's like but they can't even see that so the government's think they're doing the right thing by giving incentives but the incentive should be the vaccine itself anyway you shouldn't need to feed them sweets you know you shouldn't need to give them things because it that looks very that looks very troubling doesn't it you go that's dodgy but because like politicians are so far from reality from the everyday person they've lost sight of the real world so they don't understand how people think only their little bubble of politicians um and and that's that division between you know the working class and their sort of rich lifestyles it's that it's made it so difficult to relate 
but you can't help but watch on and realise there's so much going on here that it could change and benefit everyone. Um, sort of like the healthcare system in America. I know people in America, and it's horrific to hear. You know, in the UK, we get ill. We see a, a GP, a doctor. If we have an emergency at home, we will phone an ambulance and we get checked and they'll come and get us. If, if they feel it's worth admitting to a hospital, otherwise they might say, you know, go and see a doctor in the morning. So they'll assess. If you need to go to hospital, you'd go to the hospital. They would do checks. If you have to stay, you'd stay. If there's surgery, there's surgery. To me, the process of even being in hospital is enough for me to be irritated. You know, I don't go to the doctor unless I have to. And this isn't through fear of cost because it costs nothing. It's more my time and energy. I don't like going. <laughs> so now when I witness Americans, they have to worry about the cost. And then often the treatment is constantly, um, takes longer than it should just so the doctors can milk as much funds as they can out of people. And I find that absolutely horrific. You've got people that really need help now and rather than give them the treatment they ask, um, they don't listen. So I know someone that, almost, they're not diagnosed themselves, but they're aware of their symptoms more than the doctor. They've done their research. So they suggest, could we do a test on this? And the doctor's um, so obnoxious that they would dismiss that entirely and run a load of other tests to finally get to the point where they're now going to test the thing that was asked in the first place. And it's come at an incredible cost to the patient. And you think, how is that fair? You're ruining someone's life and you're making their life all about having to pay to live. And I just I find it absolutely insane. So a lot of Americans don't want to pay for a healthcare system, much like the UK and Canada has. And you just think, why would you not want to pay a little bit extra in taxes for that? How is that a bad thing? But the real big problem in America is, is the cost of healthcare in the first place. They've not capped the cost of treatment. If a government cared so much about their people, they would make it so the people can live an, an honest life and an affordable life. So the cost cap of medicine and treatment would sort that problem out immediately, wouldn't it? Because if you said a t um, medicine can only be this price, it can't be any more, we're not, we're not allowing medicine to be on the market any more expensive, your fees can only be this amount, You know, we're not allowing it to be any higher than that, then it's affordable for people. And then you can come up with a healthcare system that helps everyone. But the trouble is, it is the politics is corrupted. The rich fund the politicians. And who are the rich? The tobacco companies, the pharmaceutical companies. Um, it's all the people in charge of the things that make the world unstable in the first place. Until they stop taking the handouts of rich people and focus on the working class and the people that actually matter, the lives that are affected, then nothing changes and it's the trouble with that is they don't realise that they've caused that instability in the world. They've, they've, the people do not trust them and, it's, and you can honestly see why. But America's a young country you know, and they're still learning. So they want to carry their guns. They feel they have to because their ancestors carried the guns and it's something to hold on to. I spoke to Americans and I'm shocked at how passionate they are. These are people that you wouldn't even think would carry a gun. They're fully in favour of guns and I'm like, wow, that's quite incredible. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong because maybe in the UK we're wrong not to, to have weapons, you know. If someone broke into our homes, it would be nice to have something we can defend ourselves with rather than a kitchen knife or a saucepan. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that, I do. But you get a lot of unhinged people that can make knee-jerk reactions at a given moment and 
cost people lives you know pull of a trigger is so it's so easy and i find that terrifying in itself that in the hands of the wrong person lives can be ruined and wiped out you know something that is easily avoided you shouldn't really have to defend your home like with such um deadly force and then i think that extends to the police you know the cops however you want to say it why do they always shoot to kill you know why can you not aim for the legs or or the arms i mean i know it's not an easy target but why aim why do they shoot so deadly how is it that the uk the uk armed forces they don't you know and they take a considered approach and try every possible tactic before they resort to violence and i mean and that's the asked i mean i know i'm pointing out america and england um and england at the moment because they're two of the biggest nations that are very similar in culture you would on the face of it but yet we're so different in, in, in so many ways and you can learn from each other uh, and it's just watching and noticing where things could change um but yeah i think if you if you've got the point where the police are overly aggressive then your citizens are going to be overly aggressive too and i think the race issue is big i've heard a lot about the race from the outside you don't realize how bad it is when you talk to people you do you know, the north of America don't like the south. So I think it was like, um, I think it was New England don't like people from Florida and vice versa. And they don't like New York. Um, but again, I don't, it's, it's crazy. Um, someone told me a story that the north, um, slavery was abolished by people from the north who stood up for the south to have slavery abolished. But the people, but the you know the um african americans they hate the ones from the north or something and they hate white people and it's like wow you know there's a lot in history that's got forgotten or misinterpreted i mean i only know so much because people tell me but i mean i don't i'm not going to pretend to know everything or be so um, experienced but until people stop looking at someone's color and where they're from there's always going to be a division anyway and i think it's quite sad that you could have like mixed ethnicities or friendships with people and then you could just walk down the road and then you know be victimized and stuff and it's because they don't know your life they judge you on your color walking down the street and i just find it actually it's sick it really is sick you know a color it's just a pigment of our color of our skin um yeah our culture may be different but can we not learn from each other rather than attack for being different it's that I have my own opinions on the COVID vaccine. Um, as soon as I share my opinion on the COVID vaccine, I get a lot of people coming at me and hating. It's like, you people, man. I find it remarkable that I can't have an opinion without people forcing their stuff down me when I'm not really forcing anything. I was just literally telling my opinion and allowing people to leave, leave you know, think for themselves after. You, I didn't. It's like recently, my, my niece, who's only a couple of years younger than me, she's anti-vaccine. And yet I've had, I've had both vaccines. I've had double jab. I'm fully vaccinated. And we have a discussion. And at no point do I tell her to have the vaccine. And she can't convince me that I made a bad decision. Because the way I see it is, whatever feels right to you, you do. There's no guarantee of which is right and which is wrong. If you die from not having the vaccine, then that was your decision not to have it. Likewise, if I have an adverse reaction to the vaccine, that was my decision but it's the best of two evils. Which one do you want? And which one are you most comfortable with if it goes wrong? 
I'm more comfortable with protecting myself the best I can because our antibodies aren't that strong, which is why there's such a thing as medicine. And if it goes wrong, then I did what I thought was best. It would, it would affect me more not trying to give myself the best opportunity personally. But I can understand the other side of it. You know, someone doesn't want to put something in their body that they don't know the origins and how it's going to affect them and they'd rather die naturally. I can get that. So I can understand both sides. But I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince someone otherwise. It's up to you what you decide. But again, a lot of the anti-vaxxers has come from America because they're so it's such a conspiracy. But my worry with that is what if an even deadlier virus comes? Are we going to crit- are we going to be, you know, criticizing every single vaccine that comes out? Because then we're never going to be protected. Um, but again, that's for someone else to 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 come up with. So you know, there's a lot to talk about in terms of society and cultures, especially between England and America. One thing I absolutely love about America uh, is their patriotism. I absolutely love it. You know, I've been to America twice. I love how proud they are of their country. Um, sad they can't sort of come together and unite and actually like each other. Uh, you're proud of a country, you don't get along with many of them. But um, aside from that, it is remarkable. I was there... Um, when the, the attack on the twin, twin Towers, I was in Florida and they shut down um, Disney World. But we went to the shopping mall. My family went to the shopping mall and everyone was in tears. They were so patriotic about everything and I found that remarkable. You know, in the UK that wouldn't happen. It's not that we don't care. We just continue with our lives and it's not so personal to us what happens to someone else. Um, you know, you take a moment, you think that's sad, but you get on with your life. And that's more or less what us in the, in the UK is like. You know, when there's a sport event or something, we, we do come together and it does become very proud. But I do notice the Americans are incredibly patriotic and I, I absolutely love that. And that's why they stand up for their rights too, you know. They won't lay down their guns because it's almost like the, the government are not giving them any incentive too anyway. You know, what are you giving us to give something up? And it, they're not really gaining, are they? So I can understand, again, I can understand so many different aspects of so many different things. But the one thing I find remarkable is that often the Western countries go in to help the Middle East, countries that can't, there's so much conflict. But then when they arrive, they're hated and treated like they, they shouldn't be there, as though they're destabilising everywhere. But then as soon as they leave, everyone criticises them again. And I just personally think, don't get involved in conflicts that are not your own, personally. I mean, you could say it's a cowardly way, but it just not every battle is yours to fight. And it just isn't. Sometimes people are going to have to cope, do that, you know, do their own cope on their own. They have to do their own, um, and change what's happening where they are, because you can't change the world. And I think America's slowly going to learn that. If it wasn't for America jumping in to save everyone, everyone else wouldn't either. You know, there'd be more of a considered approach. But America wants to help everyone and get involved. Of course, we all know it's a lot to do with oil and money anyway. But you take that away. I think America needs to start looking after its own borders and stop jumping in to save the day everywhere and then others will have to start taking responsibility for themselves. Um, you know, if the, if the Middle East prefer their culture, keep their culture. But I think, personally, I think a lot of them are realising that there's a lot more freedom within the Western cultures. So while they criticise a lot of what's going on in the West, it's actually the life that most are probably more hopeful for. You know, why should you be dictated to? You know, why should you have all these rules? And a lot of it comes down to religions, which I've covered before. I'm not religious and I don't believe in religions. I'm spiritual. And I believe religions are there to mind control people. And often the people at the top of that religion 
um, the ones controlling it are rich and wealthy while everyone else suffers and poor. But they're also using religions as a way to control people and start wars um, and suppress people. And people need to start putting away from that. You know, at the end of the day, you can't have all these different religions and they're all right. If there is such a thing as one of the religions is right, which one is it? You know, um, because everyone else is damned, I guess. But I personally think spirituality is the way forward. We connect to God, our angels, on our own way, through the love of ourselves. We don't need to follow people for that. And I think until people pull away from it, there's always going to be that coercion and the mistrust of other countries because they don't follow your culture. Whereas really we could all learn from each other and embed some of the cultures from everywhere and just start to become better and better and more rounded individuals to the point where we are, you know, we're all brothers and sisters together. And what a world that would be. So there's a lot to learn in this world. One of the places I want to travel to most is a place that no one else thinks about. Everyone thinks about like um, beach holidays and whatnot, but I've always loved the idea of Iceland and Switzerland. They are remarkable places, and if people take the time to look, you'll see how be naturally beautiful they are. Um, and people, and it often goes miss, it doesn't go noticed. People are too busy looking at all the other places, and there's so much beauty in this world when we look for it. And it's worth taking that time, I think, to to look into your life and what it is you want and maybe you can maybe you can make a positive impact on that you know if you've got something to say i would say say it not everything i say is going to be agreeable with everyone and not everything i say i would say is is the best way you know i'm open to hearing other people i'm open to interpretation i say what i think at a given moment but my ideas can change i'm not narrow-minded um but like i say i've got my own opinions and i'm very strong within them but you know, I'm very grounded in the point that I will listen to other people too. And I think when you're not, it says a lot about yourself. If you're still, if you if something someone says forces you to react, then there's an insecurity within yourself. So if anything I've said has bothered someone, I'd say maybe look at that and wonder why it affects you and why it bothers you so much. It doesn't mean it's not valid. You know, our emotions are valid. And, you know, I, you know, we've just got to start thinking about how we want this world, I think. And, you know, slowly but surely society does change.